This is emotional me. 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 Hi there. My name is Peter Tadeo and I produce radio and TV contents. Up until now, I was oblivious to my emotions. I often reacted in a reflex rather than in conscious choices, and I thought that managing your emotions is something you're either naturally good at or you're not, like something you're born with rather than something you learn. But with the ups and downs of life, I found myself overwhelmed by emotions. They had me puzzled, I started questioning my sanity, and I could feel them crushing my spirit. And so to save myself and others like me, I have decided to create this podcast where I explore deeper on emotional intelligence. Under the guidance of a registered counseling psychologist, Amichi Nduka Agu. So let us explore together right here on Emotional Me. It's another beautiful day right here where I am. I'm hoping you're having a great day as well. Welcome to Emotional Me. It's another episode, another good time for me and you to have a conversation about different topics, different matters, all related to emotional intelligence. My name is Peter Tadeo, and you can call me the Explorer-in-Chief. And I'm so excited today because we have some new voices to welcome here on Emotional Me. And this is because of the Emotional Me event that we had on the 24th of September at Safe Space Masaki, where we had a conversation on the role of emotional intelligence in the workplace. So today, this is a special episode. This is a special edition. I just want to give you the highlights of how the event was, what was shared there, and what were the takeaways from the delegates that were there. We really had a great evening that day. It was a great conversation, very insightful, lots of learning. Myself, I learned a lot, and a lot of other people who were there, they also learned a lot. So I thought, why not also, for you who are following Emotional Me, for you who have listened to any of our previous episodes, why not give you the taste of how the event was so that you can also get something out of that event. So you're warmly welcome to Emotional Me, special edition covering the Emotional Me event. You are listening to Emotional Me with Peter and Amici. Yes, yes, this is Emotional Me, the special edition of Emotional Me event. And I just want to remind you of the reason why we started this journey and why we are trying to create more platforms, more touch points for people to have conversations around emotional intelligence. We started this podcast, me and Amici, for our own personal journeys. We wanted to learn more about emotional intelligence. And this was a great way to do that, where we have conversations between ourselves. Amici is a registered counseling psychologist, so personally, I 
I get to learn a lot and she also gets to learn something different from each episode. And you who are listening, you also get to learn different things from our conversation. So we thought, why not expand it? Why not create another touch point where we can have an even more engaging conversation with the people? And that's where the idea of Emotional Me event came. And on the 24th of September, we had our very first Emotional Me event and it was wow. It was great. The conversation was great. So it was definitely a great experience. And today you're going to get a taste of that experience. I'd like to apologize. The quality of the sound might not be up to the usual standards, but I'm hoping you can hear something. I'm hoping you can get the message from those conversations because we recorded them during the event. And the first thing I want to start with is the analogy behind emotions and why emotional intelligence is so important for everyone to explore. And is the reason why we are striving to create more platforms, more ways to engage you, to engage different people in conversations around emotional intelligence. So have a listen on the analogy behind emotions and emotional intelligence. Emotions is something we all have. It's not a choice. It's not something you can, you know, you choose either to have or not to have. It's something that we all have. And this something is so much connected to the stories that we are writing our lives every day. So think of your actions, think of your decisions, think of your choices that you've been making since you were a kid until you're here now. So those have been determining what goes in, in your book. You could take living a life as writing a book. The decisions that you made maybe a long time ago, maybe just yesterday, maybe today, the choices, those write the chapters, your school chapter, marriage chapter, work life chapter, different chapters. Now, these decisions and choices, emotions have great part to play in these decisions. So that makes emotions and feelings something of prime importance because it determines what kind of chapters, what kind of stories are we writing. Now, the question comes, were you like in control? Were you aware when you were writing that? Or you were just moved by your emotions and you just found yourself into that decision, into that choice. Is that something you sat down and decided, weighed and evaluated and said, yes, this is what I'm choosing to do? Or you just felt something in your body, something happened, then you felt something in your body and then you just found yourself in that song. Is that how you live? Is that how you are living with your emotions? Or are you aware of how you're making and you're writing your own stories. So that is the why of emotional We just want to explore emotional intelligence. The point being being aware, first of all, of these feelings and emotions, and then how we can use them to write different stories, different chapters in our life. It's not something simple, it's not something we can master in a day or a week. It's like a journey, a continuous journey. So the important thing is that we keep exploring it. And that is why yes, that was the analogy from the event. I'm hoping you've gotten something out of that. It's like what you do, the decisions, the choices every day throughout our lives is somehow connected, is somehow linked and is somehow influenced by our emotions and feeling how we feel at that particular time. So emotions have a great part to play in the stories we are writing every day with our decisions and with our choices. And that is why it's very important to explore emotional intelligence.
intelligence because emotional intelligence gives us awareness first of all of this journey of these decisions of these choices gives us awareness and gives us that power of being the masters of our own journeys because of that awareness because i know i'm making this decision even though i'm angry even though i'm disappointed even though i'm very happy right now even though i'm overwhelmed but i've recognized that and i'm making this decision because of one two three so you can see that awareness but also the tools that can make a difference between sometimes a choice with positive outcomes and a choice which might have negative just that split second because of the emotional intelligence because of the awareness you have then you just give yourself a split second even in the most intense overwhelming situations with emotional intelligence you can have a split second to just think for yourself maybe calm yourself down and maybe change the decision or the choice and go to the direction with less negative impacts with less negative outcomes and at the event we had stories from the speakers to see in real life how emotions influence the stories that we are writing every day with our decision and choices like where we are right now when we look where we came from how emotions have played a part in this journey and i want to share with you two stories that we had at the event and one of the stories is from the main guest of the event he's called Eno Salema he's now a business person he's been building his business for over 10 years now but this is the story of how it started and more importantly how emotions played a role in his story looking back uh, 2007 when i was just getting started a young guy 24 years old back then i had a passion for business i wanted to be my own boss i wanted to run my own businesses i had that in me and um, a number of times we kind of know where we want to arrive we know what we really want but now the challenge comes on how exactly can i get there especially because life still has to happen so on my final year at the university i graduated then i went to work for vodacom because i did computer science so i was in the it department at vodacom and um i wasn't satisfied not just with the salary but mainly with where i felt i would end up if i remained on the same career i was not satisfied and if there's one thing that i can throw out to everyone here is i think life is a constant recheck of where we are where are we coming from and where are we going we should all be as open-minded as possible never really getting married to our past experiences or whatever that we started so upon realizing that then the challenge came because i'm a fresh graduate lots of expectations from parents and the people around you especially when you get a good job you know with a respectable company and i remember when i decided actually to quit my job when i told my mom she was very disappointed because she was feeling good first of all saying that my son is working at Vodacom. that was something that was making her feeling like there's an accomplishment as a parent that she has done her part well and indeed she did her part extremely extremely well together with my father both of them and so having to go through the fact that i have to make a decision that will probably not be very welcoming by the people that matter to me the most people that have invested a lot in me people that tend to sacrifice a lot to get me to where i was already and then now i want to give it up for something that i simply believe in it was not an easy one and at some point you might easily just say okay let me forget about all these crazy things called passion called doing what you want let me forget these are just things in the books in real life let us you know remain on the safe lane you know don't try to frustrate people that care about you so 
had to go through that part of uh, tension in my mind. And I, when I got the courage to resign, I resigned and um, I was much more scared of my father than my mother. And during that time, my father used to drop me at the office. So for one month, I would get his lift and I would just wait for the car to disappear. And then I'll go somewhere and continue with my business. I did that for like one month, literally for like one month, no joke. You know, still thinking back, you know, taking myself back then. I can't say I saw it all the way up to where I am today and I was so confident and sure that this will be the way that will probably take me the life that I want. But you see, at some point, I was at a point where I know for sure if I remain here, then it's guaranteed I'm not going to get where I want. But I have a shot on this other leg. I have a chance on this other one. What was happening emotionally when you were in that that gave you that information? I think one of the things that uh, gave me that feedback that no, 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 this is not where I want to be for the rest of my life is just envisioning myself waking up every day, going to do what I was already doing there. This will be like my space in life, eight hours a day, the most important eight hours a day because the other eight hours I'll be asleep. This is be more or less what my life will be. And I said, no, there's got to be a lot, a lot more that I can do. And also, I don't know if it was something inborn or something that was impacted, you know, along the way in life. Having a feeling like I wish not just to live my life for myself or my family. How can I also have impact on other people? Maybe based on things that I passed through in life, but how can I also have impact on other people? And clearly I saw, no, 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 the space that I was in right then, there's no way it's going to make me really, really touch life in all its angles that I believe I deserve to touch life. So feeling like, no, this is one place that for sure is not going to give me that satisfaction, the fulfillment that I want. And, and you have a shot on one other hand, then it's worth giving it a try. It's worth taking a look. To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash Emotional Me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit a page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255-654-993-220. This is Emotional Me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Emotional me. Yes, that was Enos's story. I'm hoping you've learned something. I'm hoping you've seen from his story how emotions play part, how emotions are influencing the stories we are writing every day with our choices and with our decisions. You can see in the eyes of the society, he was somewhere where it seemed a perfect place to be, fresh from school, into a big company, into a good, stable job. But emotionally, he felt this was not where he was supposed to be. And that was the start or that was the beginning of what has become now a great memorable story of how he started his business 
business and now 13 years later he's happy that he made that decision although at that time it might have been overwhelming it might have been difficult as you have heard from his story and that is why emotions are important to recognize them and why emotional intelligence is even more important so that we can make sense out of them and so that we can use them really as information to guide our choices and the decisions that we make that was enos's story but here is another story from the expert guest who was also at the event her name is araika mkulo and she is a cognitive psychologist as well as a businesswoman she is the founder of a mental health company called safe space and it is the company which hosted the emotional me event so here is araika and in brief this is her story and how emotions played part in her story yeah my story in many ways is very similar i started safe space it, it was a difficult process for me in a different way because i think my process started from a young age the difficulty that i faced because being a woman raised in a family that i was raised in i was a uh, not to toot my horn but a super smart a plus plus student so I grew up with my family knowing, like telling me exactly where I'm headed. And then it's beyond my family, like it's your teachers. Like I got away with doing naughty things and whatever because I was a teacher's pet and she's valedictorian and she's headed a certain way. And then she's gonna do her PhD and then she's gonna get married. And she's gonna, you know what I mean? Like I had this whole path and it was like ingrained in my head. So for me, first of all, I had already gone through what you went through when I switched my major from biomedical engineering to psychology because that was my father's like, wait, what? <laughs> he was so proud to say his daughter was doing biomedical engineering and then I was like, yeah, bye. No, sorry. <laughs> Numbers do not make that kind of sense to me. So that I had already gone through that. I had already taken very bold risks at a much, much younger age. So by the time I was starting my business, to be quite frank, it's because I got rejected to every single job I applied to, regardless of what grades I had. And so my emotional work was different in the sense that I had to identify, right, these emotions that I was going through and not internalize them. Because it's very easy when you receive rejections to start allowing that voice of, well, you're not good enough, or, you know, maybe, the best years of your life are over. <laughs> that intelligence was, you know, you were lucky or whatever it is, all these other things. So there are a lot of things that I was raised with that started breaking down with each rejection letter. So I feel like that my emotional journey started there in my own way. And I was battling all these crumbling down of an identity that I thought I had. And instead of just, you know, jumping into despair, you know, I just decided to look at everything as it was, process, is this about me? Is it not? Do I feel stuck? Do I not? Do I feel inspired? Do I not? And then when I decided to start Safe Space, it wasn't, to be quite honest, necessarily about the cause. It was to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. In that kind of, do I do this, do I not, in that questioning phase, how did you do that? Like, did you ask your journal to coach? Did, like, how did you yeah, get there? <laughs> I had no coach. I, I feel like I've always been self-aware, but um, in terms of practical tools, I've been journaling since I was 15, although we used to call it a diary. <laughs> but, for grown-ups, for, for grown-ups, yes. And um, that has been a very helpful process during that time and even now, because I can literally look back 
at January 2017. And look at where my mindset was and look at where my emotions were on that day. And then I can look at the next day and how much I was able to pivot from that one space that I was in. And that taught me a lot beyond, again, the, the theoretical side of psychology, but as a human, that emotions are, like you said, messages, they're also very fleeting. And I feel like there's so much power in knowing that you have choice and how long you hold on to an emotion, right? Have you received the message? Okay, bye. You don't need to hold on to this. Um, rejection hurts, but you need to be hurt for 24 hours. Like, no, that's a choice. Like, it's on you. You need to cry for three days. No, that's on you. So I feel like, from, like in terms of more practical ways of how I, I, I practice that level of self-awareness and regulation, it was definitely through journaling. And that's also when I started meditation today. So that mindful body scan is a daily practice. You are listening to Emotional Me with Peter and Amici. To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash emotional me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255 654 993 This is Emotional Me. Yes, those were the two personal stories that we got to hear, we got to enjoy at the Emotional Me event on the 24th. And these stories laid the foundation for the conversation that we had that evening on how emotions play part in how we write the stories every day with our decisions and our choices. And I'm hoping it is evident and it is clear to you as well. You can see from these stories and you can connect or relate with your own personal story on how you have made different choices, different decisions that have led to where you are now and how emotions have played a part in that. So from the event, something that was evident, something that we all agree that it is important is exploring emotional intelligence. And one of the reasons it's important to explore it, it's because it gives us the tools, the tools to understand our emotional landscape, the tools to manage our emotions. We might not be able to control what happens. We might not be able to control how we feel things will always happen and we'll always feel how we feel but through emotional intelligence we might just give ourselves a choice a split second that can make a huge difference in a situation and so here i just want to share with you from our panelists at the event on what they thought were the tools that you can enjoy that we can gain through exploring emotional intelligence and this is what they had to say the tools i mean what it, what it gives you is if you figure out what works for you and that's really what you have to do so some people mindfulness meditation or other kind of meditation really works for them for other people it's physical exercise and i mean when i say physical exercise you don't necessarily have to go for a run but just moving or yoga or stretching some people is doing kind of finger games it's so individualized so just figuring out what helps me feel 
can't. It starts with the realization that you can influence the way that you feel. That the way that you feel, you're not subject to it helplessly. But alright, like I'm feeling irritated or I'm feeling in a way that I don't want to feel. And you notice that first and foremost. And then but like one thing that I, I like to do is say, think, okay, well, how would I rather feel after I've noticed, okay, maybe I'm feeling anxious. Um, what is my body trying to tell me? It's trying to tell me to slow down, take a deep breath, or whatever. And then slowly making, how would I know that I was feeling calmer? What would I notice that would tell me that calmness was starting to happen? It doesn't have to be like a big complicated thing. It's not like you kind of at some point in your life get handed emotional intelligence toolkit and now you know all those things, right? You just you try something and then you do that and you do it again. Some people self-affirmation. It's like talking to themselves nicely. That really works. I think that it's important with any psychological thing that's going on in our lives, it's important to have tools. Tools are great, they guide us, like we have pocket tools, we're anxious, we breathe, we, we bring ourselves back. I also think it's important that you might notice I keep talking about or referring to myself as a human because sometimes part of emotional intelligence is recognizing that you just need to scream right and just express yourself and i think a lot of times especially with the way personal development um being positive like meditation mindfulness the way all these things are presented in, in today's world in the media is as if we're like these perfect robots and it's like anger starts to come stop sometimes no matter how much you put in these tools, which are great because it builds the muscle to even, con not control, but to manage that expression. Because the expression itself can become overwhelming and you can do something again that you regret. So instead of, you know, screaming at everyone around you, which is not emotional intelligence, that's not like emotionally intelligently expressing yourself, you know, you could <laughs> go to a private corner, <laughs> right? Or scream into a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> or like whatever it is and I'm not just saying that it's just for anger but I'm using this as an example because anger frustration disappointment sadness these are deemed like or where we see them as negative emotions right and being a business owner is one layer of a of challenges. <laughs> being a female business owner is another layer than being a female business owner in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you deal with mental health. It's like, wow, okay. It's many layers. And you know, again, like you said, with emotional intelligence, you can't control people, right? You can't, and that's an important word, control. I think we need to start switching the word control with choice. Right? Can I control the situation? No, no. Do I have a choice in what I do in this situation? Always yes. Whether you make the bad choice or the good choice, that's on you and you can have self-compassion after because sometimes you just make the bad choice. Sometimes you just scream at the person in front of us. And it's not the end of the world. But again, you also have a choice after you make the bad choice to carry on the guilt of that choice. You see how this like progresses? And so I think it's very important to recognize that A, you have choice in expression, B, you do need to express yourself and we should use tools to build that muscle. But C, especially in a business setting, I have a choice in a split second, in a split second, and that's, I feel like the power of being human, right? Is that we have that animal still. We share the same impulses, 
but they don't have that second. They don't have that little gap where cognition comes in and the thought process comes in and you ask yourself the question that you're supposed to ask yourself. And so with these tools, we're working that muscle to recognize the second and to be able to, in that moment, make that thought process that then leads you to a better choice. And even if you don't make the better choice because you're still human, after it, you will still make another choice that makes you feel better. I would like so very much to hear from you after getting the insights on these tools. What is your take? What are you thinking? Have you learned? Have you gained anything from the highlights of the emotional me event that I'm sharing today on this special episode on the highlights of emotional me event. You can let us know anytime through our Instagram page, emotional me pod. Just go to Instagram, emotional me pod, and we can catch up over there. Those were the tools. And the last thing is the feeling from the delegates. What were the major takeaways that they got from the event and how they felt, how the event was and feedback that they have towards the event. Hi, my name is Dorcas. What motivated me to come to the event is the past two weeks before the event, I decided to quit my job and I was so confusing. I used to cry, sleeping alone in the house and all that. Like, I wasn't know what I really wanted to do. I didn't know. I thought like everything is falling apart. Yeah, so I saw the posters from the self space page and I was like, wow, I think this event came on the right time. So I need to go and see, at least meet new people, new faces. And from there, at least I could get a relief of what I was going through. So what was the major take from the event was at first, because I was going through some depression period, I was like, okay, so I'm not alone on this situation. I'm not the first one to quit a job. People quit a job and people going through all those processes I was going through and it was okay to go through that. And it was okay to cry because I used to cry a lot. It was okay to cry and all that. But also what I learned, it was, I'm not a freak. It's okay to give up on people. It's also okay to put people's burden aside. But what I enjoy most is, yes, I found people who once go through the same situation it was going. So to me, the event was really meaningful and it helped me a lot to understand that it's not just me who are going through that. There are a lot of people who are going through that situation. Hello, my name is Zach Balipo. Nilishiriki kwenye emotional me event. What motivated me to go to the event is to increase my knowledge since I'm a psychology student. And it was a very amazing experience, very enjoyable. Yeah, I love the nature of the event was the staff's hospitality, the approach the main speakers had to the audience and the way we interacted, the question and answers. It was great. Well, what I learned is on awareness of the emotions and being able to manage them into decision making. I learned that emotions are signals or informations or messages from within us, from our inner selves that shouldn't be ignored and they should be taken into consideration during decision making and they help to move the right thing to do to not the right thing that really suits you and that will be healthy for your mind and generally for yourself. This is Emotional Me.
Thank you for being with me from the start. Today, I was just sharing the highlights and the learnings from the Emotional Me event. I'm hoping you've learned something different. You've gotten some insights that are going to be helpful, that are going to make a difference in how you live your everyday life. Because the reason we do this every week is to share insights, which will help our emotional journey. Yeah, so I'm hoping you've gotten something new. That was it from the Emotional Me event. These were the highlights. I was with Amichi, Araika, and Anna and also lots of other delegates so we got to network a bit we got to share different stories we got to learn different things about emotional intelligence today i've just given you the highlights and i'm hoping you as well can gain or have learned something different from those highlights my name is peter tadeo you can call me the explorer in chief and let's keep meeting on the next episode where i'll be with the resilientologist and the hope whisperer amichi ndukagu right here on emotional me This is Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me. Emotional Me.